This is a Soulfire production. Today we are going to be talking about manifesting, of course, specifically, how do you manifest a soulmate best friend? I am recording this podcast because it was specifically requested and I know a lot of people are in this space right now as so much is shifting in our lives and our energy fields as so many relationships are changing and we're releasing some relationships and other relationships are shifting form and new people are coming in and people are really craving connecting with soul family. We're hitting that point where we're really just not tolerating any relationships that aren't a vibrational match and that doesn't mean they're worse or not good. It's just what's a match and what's not. I also really like this question because the same things can be applied to when you're manifesting really anybody, whether that is somebody you want to hire in your business or a life partner, which of course is probably the most common manifestation question that gets asked, how do I manifest my life partner? How do I manifest my soulmate? And I've talked about that before, but what I think is so great about this question, how do I manifest my my best friend, my soulmate best friend? is it's going to be similar steps to how you manifest anybody, but it's actually, I find for most people easier to manifest, not everybody, but most people, it's easier for them to manifest in a best friend because many people have less fears around that type of relationship than they do around a romantic relationship and what that entails. So I find it can be kind of a, it can be a really great stepping stone energetically to call in your life partner if you are looking for both a soulmate best friend and a life partner. So hopefully this episode is helpful. Again, it's going to be a lot of the similar things and you can apply this to manifesting anything and anyone into your life. But before we jump in, just a few quick reminders. First, the day that this comes out will be the day that my business energetics masterclass is live. So if you want to jump in before it starts. Today will be the last day. The link will be in the show notes. It's going to be a two-day immersive masterclass going into all things business energetics, obviously, and how to work with the consciousness of your business, how to direct energy flow within your business. What's really great about understanding the energetics of business is that it can be applied to any business model. And as so many people are feeling really frustrated with algorithms and ads and, and feeling like they don't have power anymore in their business in terms of their reach, This is how you take your power back as you understand how energy flows. And I really believe that doing energy work on your business, understanding the energetics behind how things are moving is going to really be the only way that it works in the future moving forward. So this is about, I mean, running a 5D business, but also just moving beyond the uh, strategy, which is helpful. But what if you could make it easier? What if you could make your business flow more? We've been talking about this a lot in the mastermind I'm running right now, just how collectively I feel a lot of business owners are really over this hustle energy. Like people are just burnt out. People are like, I don't even care about this anymore and looking to work a lot less and receive more and really just be in their flow. So if you want to learn about the energetics of your business, if you're an entrepreneur, how to open up more room for energy flow in your business, aka money, how money flows in, how to direct the energy, how to attract customers and clients who are aligned energetically, ways that you might be unintentionally 
blocking your business from calling in more, how to really collaborate with the energy of your business rather than micromanage it. There's a lot of deep healing work underneath this when you start to understand these concepts because we realize how we project different wounds onto our businesses and different relationships onto our businesses. Go listen back to my podcast about how entrepreneurship turned you into your parents for more on that because that will blow your mind if you haven't already heard that concept. But anyway, I'm really excited for today's masterclass. I've been itching to create this in one place because this will truly help every entrepreneur. And I really want everybody to understand these things because it's helped me so much in my own life. And I've seen it work time and time again for entrepreneurs at really all different stages of their business, whether you're just getting started or if you're already running a six or seven figure business, this will be helpful. So again, the link for that will be in the show notes, running that April 11th and April 12th, depending on when you listen to this. And you will also get the replay if you do sign up. And if you're already enrolled in No BS Biz School, which is my business coaching program, that will be included. So you don't need to sign up for both of those. I will also remind you that this is going to be the last month that you can get access to No BS Biz School. I'm putting No BS Biz School as we know it into the vault after April. And we're closing it out by having a two-day virtual live immersion for all the questions, all the community, all the answers, all the fun on April 21st and April 22nd. You will also get the replays there if you can't make it the whole time, but it's going to be a great time to ask me all of your questions and connect with the community. Biz School is one of the most transformational programs I have ever created, and I am so proud of it. And for any struggling entrepreneur out there, if you're running a service-based business, can't recommend looking into this enough. I know what it's like to go through nutrition school, to go through certifications and really get no valuable uh, (laughs) business information. It's all trading time for dollars and making it a lot more difficult than it needs to be. So biz school covers strategy and business energetics. So we cover everything from pricing, sales calls, setting up your offers, how to scale, how to coach, marketing, writing magnetic copy, building your email list. But we also cover all of the energetics, balancing masculine and feminine energy in your business, brain rewiring for abundance. That part in itself, I feel is worth is worth the investment of the program, money manifestation, all the fun things. So you can learn more about that at bit.ly slash no BS biz school and enroll there and check out countless testimonials from clients who have gone from zero dollars, no business, to 30, 40, 50K in just a few months. The transformations are truly, truly incredible. So you can check that out at bit.ly slash nobsphysical. Again, that is going to be completely wrapped up at the end of April. So if you have been wanting to enroll in that program, get in ASAP and you will have lifetime access to the content as long as you sign up before the end of the month. So those are my big announcements for this month. And yeah, let's let's dive into how to manifest your soulmate, best friend. Now, what I'll say about whenever we're manifesting people into our lives is remember that everybody has free will. So you don't want to focus on like making a specific person your best friend. First of all, because we can't control other people. They have free will. Second, I just feel like it's kind of unethical to try and make a specific person do something. (laughs) And why would you want to? It's like in movies when they make a love potion. It's like, why would you want to date somebody who only likes you because they took a potion. That doesn't even make sense, right? The the next reason is because sometimes we think that we want a specific manifestation and the universe has something even better in mind. 
So maybe you think you want Sally to be your best friend, but what if actually in that relationship, it's not going to make you feel the way you want to feel. And in fact, Susie is your ideal best friend. And so this is where we must be open to the universe, delivering that which is even better than we could have asked for. So like manifesting anything, we want to start with like, what do we desire? What do we want on a soul level? And so getting really clear on what you're looking for in a soulmate best friend. And what I mean by that is how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in the relationship? Do you want to feel seen, heard, and loved? Do you want to feel expanded? This is where we can start to look at our current relationships and evaluate what do you love about certain relationships you have and do you want more of? When we can identify that, we can actually call on the law of repetition and ask for more of that to come in. So thank you. Yes, please. And more of this universe. There we go. So what do we like in our current relationships? The different dynamics that are really serving us, that are expanding us, that are making us feel good. And then also in relationships, what are we what are we not liking? And when we're manifesting, we want to focus on what we do want, not what we don't want. So this is really important with manifestation because if you are focused on, I don't want a narcissist. I don't want, I don't want a narcissistic friend. And you're just energizing that and putting energy toward it. What you're focusing on is still the energy of narcissist. So we're, we're still energizing that energy. We want to focus on what we do want. So really get clear on how do you want to feel in the relationship? What are you actually looking for in a best friendship? And one of my favorite ways to really get clear on this is actually one of my favorite techniques to manifest anyway, which is visualization. So going into meditation and imagining yourself, visualizing yourself, hanging out with your best friend. And how do you feel? Are you laughing super hard? Do you just feel so lit up and warm and fuzzy and loved? Like go into that visualization. You don't even have to know exactly what you're doing. And often when I'm visualizing this with a person, it's like they're there, but they're kind of a fuzzy outline because I don't really need to know who it is specifically, but they're just kind of a placeholder, that kind of fuzzy outline of the person there. And I'm just imagining what are we doing and how am I feeling? And that really allows us to get in the vibration of what we desire and spend more time there. And it's simple, but it works. It's neuroscience. If you spend like even just 10 to 15 minutes a day visualizing what you desire and feeling that in your body as you're visualizing it, as if it's really happening, feeling that in your body and you're staying in that vibration consistently for 10 minutes, you are going to really add momentum to attracting that in. Think about that, how powerful that is of like maintaining that specific vibration for 10 minutes. So this is where those meditations, those visualizations can be so, so helpful. And that can also really help you identify as well, like what you're you're calling in in terms of how you want to feel. I personally like to write down what I'm calling in, like how I want to feel in this relationship, what I'm really looking for, just because I feel like it energizes it more. And I'm just very specific. I can always go back and look at that list as relationships come into my life. So I like to write it down, but again, focus on the energy and how you want to feel, not surface level. Thanks. (laughs) So the next thing I would say is making sure that you are being what you want to attract. So when you look at that list, do you make yourself feel that way? Are you your own best friend? I think this is the most important thing for manifesting in a best friend. Are you your own best friend? When you are your own best friend, you're in the energy of soulmate best friendship, right? And you're showing up for yourself the way that you think you want somebody else to, but really it's what you want to feel within yourself. You literally are what you want to attract. So it comes straight to you. This also allows us to get in a really 
great energetic space so that we are not calling in a codependent relationship or a relationship where somebody is filling things in for us. It's where we are fully recognizing how whole we are individually and calling somebody in who is also at that space. And you're looking to have a friendship that is supportive and expansive, but not codependent. But think about what it would mean to be your own best friend. What are all of the things that you want to do with your best friend? How do you want to feel? Start doing those things yourself. This is going to get you in such a good space in terms of self-love. It's a lot of fun. And in this process, I just find that you kind of naturally detach from from needing a best friend. And when you detach from it, it comes in really quickly. I've been thinking about this a lot actually recently, how the people I know who have like so many close friends and seem to just attract friends in left and right are also the people that love being by themselves, love hanging out with themselves, aren't even trying to have all of these friends. And I mean, think about that also on the outside. Like when people are, I mean, outside of just energetically, I mean, it's still energetic, but when you're like evaluating, do I want to be friends with that person? If there's like a needy codependent energy, that's kind of repulsive. But when you know that person is very self-sufficient and feels very whole within themselves and isn't going to tug on you. They seem like they like can manage themselves. That is a lot more attractive. So think about what it would look like for you to be your own best friend and start doing that. You are literally being what you want to attract. And so the only thing that can happen is for that to come straight to you. But if you are going out, you know, I don't know, to coffee by yourself and thinking, oh, I wish my best friend was here. We're not really showing up in that way as our own best friend, or if you're spending all of your time with your partner and no time being your own best friend, we're not actually doing it. So be your own best friend and get to know yourself in the way that you would your own best friend. Hanging out with yourself, getting to know yourself, asking yourself the questions. Do you fully see yourself? Do you fully love yourself? It's all the inner work that shifts the outer reality. The next thing I would say is to start to look at any limiting beliefs any fears we have around friendships. So this is where it's going to be really important to look at past relationships that maybe didn't go as you wanted and what hurt you there, what wounds came up, where could you have done better, like actually learning our lessons from previous friendships. Otherwise, we are going to attract in the same energy that we've experienced before. So if you are used to friends backstabbing you and we haven't actually learned the lesson, We're just going to keep attracting in that lesson until we've actually shifted our energy. So what was it in that dynamic that you were meant to learn? Were there any red flags for you earlier on in the relationship that you didn't let yourself really look at or acknowledge? I would also say if you're looking for a friendship that is a feminine energy, looking at your relationship with your mother and also your sister and again, other other friends. If you're looking for a best friend who is in a masculine energy, I would look at your relationship with your father, with your brother, with other previous relationships with masculine energies in the context of a friendship. Because a lot of times those fears, those patterns, those wounds, again, we're going to attract those in again until we have learned the lesson and really shifted the energy. And I think it can be really valuable to think about, you know, what place was I at in my life? Let's say, you had a friend where it just really didn't go well at the end. And when you look at the place you were at when you guys first met, 
Was there any part of your energy field that was open to that? Were you feeling like, you know, you had low confidence, you had low self-esteem? Were you in a needy codependent energy? Were you not listening to your intuition? Were you not trusting yourself? Were you not speaking your truth? Did you let people walk all over you? Starting to think about what the energy was there so that we can, you know, make sure that we have really shifted that moving forward in our next relationship with who we're calling forward as our soulmate best friend. But when we look at those fears, this is important or these wounds, are we expecting it to happen again? If deep down subconsciously you have an expectation that, oh, friendships always go this way. If you have a limiting belief that it's hard to find a best friend, well, then that's going to be a reality. So writing down, brain dumping, what are all of my beliefs around finding a best friend and what happens in friendships? Just let it all out, dump it all out. Even if as you're writing it, you're saying, well, I know that's not really true. It's okay. If it's somewhere in your field, like we got to, we got to dump it out and I would start to rewire that. So I highly recommend using the brain rewiring techniques and steps and meditation that are in the membership, the channel collective. It's pretty plug and play there, right? But what you can do is identify those limiting beliefs and shift that thought. So what is the new belief that you want to ingrain in and start to repeat that, start to affirm that, affirm what you do want, visualize what you do want and clear the energy from those old relationships. That's where I'd recommend like doing the cord cutting meditation in the membership and just making sure that we're clearing out any of the energy from those past relationships, cutting those cords. I have YouTube videos on cutting cords. Like we really want to complete previous friendships so that we're not bringing that energy into the new relationship. So if there's any open energy, it's a good time to like close that up, maybe writing a letter to that person that they never have to actually receive, but just for you to get out your thoughts and feelings and maybe burning that, having a ceremony, thanking it, sending it on its way. Whenever we're clearing energy or old beliefs, I think it's really great to acknowledge how it made us feel and really allow ourselves to feel that. And then start to reflect on, well, how did that actually serve me? What did that teach me? And then send gratitude from that place and release it from there. So we really want to get to the to the root of any limiting beliefs we might have because we want to be clear on what are my expectations because we don't want to unintentionally attract in a subconscious expectation that somebody's going to hurt us, somebody's going to abandon us, somebody's going to reject us. We need to bring those subconscious beliefs to light so that we can shift any that aren't serving us, any that aren't in alignment with what we do want to attract in so that we can actually attract in our soulmate best friend. So really getting clear on what have been my previous experiences and relationships and are are there any limiting beliefs or expectations I didn't realize I had around how it's going to go or what happens in friendships. And I think even a really simple one is, you know, affirming and energizing. It is effortless for me to attract in my soulmate best friend. If you're desiring your soulmate best friend, they're also desiring you. You're both looking for each other. It's easy and effortless. We just have to create the space and share our most authentic energetic signal. So this gets me into the next thing I want to say, evaluating current relationships and making space for this person. So when I say making space, I mean energetically, I mean emotionally, I mean physically, I mean logistically. Do you have time carved out where you would hang out with your best friend? You want to carve out that time and leave it open before they come in. Because let's say you're hanging out with your partner all the time. And you're like, well, when they come in, I'm going to make the space. No, no, no. There isn't space for them to drop in. We got to get ahead of it. So what I would recommend is actually carving out space. So maybe there's a couple of days a week where you're like, hey, from this time to this time, this is when I hang out with my best friend. 
and you don't hang out with your partner at that time. Instead, you hang out with yourself as your own best friend because we're basically telling the universe like, hey, there is space here so they can come in. Right. So is there actual physical space if you are working all the time or you're working all the time and then hang out with your partner or you're working all the time and hanging out with friends that don't serve you? There isn't space for them to come in. So space in that way, also energetically and emotionally. So evaluating your current relationships and really thinking about, are these serving me or are they not? And sometimes relationships are serving us, but we just need to redefine boundaries. So are there certain relationships that you enjoy, but maybe you just want to spend more quality time and less quantity or just rearrange a boundary with that person? Are you holding on to relationships that really aren't a vibrational match for you anymore. Maybe you're just really not not aligned. Maybe you're holding on to relationships that you know are draining you. All of that is taking up energetic space. And so if we want to attract in a soulmate best friend, you have to think about, well, what are the other relationships in my life? Are they all helping me feel the way I want to feel? And is there anything that's actually draining my energy? And it goes back to whenever we release what's not a vibrational match, we create the space to receive something better. Every time I let go, I receive something better. So I'd really look at any relationships you're holding on to that just kind of feel like, eh, eh, uh, eh, not really exciting for me, uh, not really serving me. Is this really a vibrational match for me and for, for what I want? Because we are always talking to the universe and the universe is always picking up updated signals for us. So if we're saying we want one thing and then we are consistently spending time with somebody who is different than that thing that we're saying that we desire energetically, the universe is taking that as an updated message like, oh, okay, well, yesterday she said she's calling in this. Today she's taking action in terms of hanging out with this person. So the updated message must be she likes this person in this kind of relationship. So think about are your actions aligning with what you desire? And I would even think about people who uh, take up brain space like that you don't even talk to that often. I mean, it could even be, I don't know, your great aunt who calls you up twice a year and just talks your ear off and complains the whole time. That kind of stuff is, is an energy leak, even though you're only talking twice a year. This is about being responsible for our energy field and how we're using our energy. And again, it's really just a clarity in terms of your boundaries and, and what you're calling in and making sure that what we're telling the universe through our thoughts, through our actions, through our choices is in alignment with what we're saying we want to attract in. So I think we all know my favorite part about my morning routine is preparing all of my beverages. It is truly why I get out of bed in the morning because I am so excited for all of my morning beverages, starting with Organifi Green Juice. This is my go-to every single morning. It gives me a natural boost of energy and it's jam-packed with so many superfoods that I used to take individually. Now it's all in one delicious green juice and I'm super pumped because Organifi just came out with a new flavor. Yes, PSA, new flavor. 
this new flavor is crisp apple. So if any of you weren't a big fan of the mint before, personally, I love the mint, but if you are more of an apple person, you are going to love this new crisp apple flavor. The new green juice crisp apple is made with organic, wholesome, hand-picked apples, and it tastes like a fresh, juicy slice of apple. It has all of the same benefits as the other green juice flavor. So you get your daily dose of ashwagandha, which is amazing for balancing cortisol. I like to have that every single day. And then moringa, amazing for natural energy, spirulina and chlorella, great for detox, filled with so many superfoods that are designed to hydrate, energize, and support cortisol balance. Like I said, I drink green juice every single morning. It gives me that boost of energy without any extra caffeine. And I get all my superfoods just with one scoop mixed with water. So if you want to get your hands on green juice, the new crisp apple flavor, you're going to want to try this out. Just head to Organifi.com CTC and my code CTC will get you 20% off. So that's Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com CTC and use that code CTC for 20% off your order. You really can't go wrong. I own literally every single Organifi product and I, I use all of them genuinely. If you came into my house, I have an entire Organifi cabinet. I'm not joking. But I'm pumped for y'all to try the new crisp apple green juice. So delicious. And when you try it out, be sure to tag me on social media and let me know what you think. So evaluating current relationships and seeing what's taking up space and seeing is there anything here that's taking up space when it's not actually what I desire. And maybe all of your friends are amazing in different ways and you still want another soulmate best friend at that point it is well how do I expand the container to have another friend so would it feel like feasible for me to have another friendship or would that feel like too many people to keep track of this goes into the no new friends energy which I know I've been in many times and I have a lot of friends who have also been in that where you can hit a point where there are just so many people you're interacting with, we're like, I don't need any new friends. (laughs) Right. And you feel that. And sometimes we like literally say that. And sometimes we mean that. And sometimes we're putting out that energy and we don't necessarily mean it. So where are you hoping to attract somebody new into your life, but you are giving off or even saying that the, the energy of no new friends, I don't want any new friends. I can't handle it. So if you feel like one more thing on your plate or one more person to interact with would like send you over the edge or you're looking at your calendar and you're like, I don't have any room for anybody else. If you're feeling like, I don't even have enough time for myself, then how's there going to be space for, for a best friend to come in? So are you actually open to new friends? And if you're in no new friends energy, then what would it look like for you to redefine boundaries or take some things off of your plate so that you would feel emotionally available for somebody to come in? Because this is another aspect of creating space is do we have emotional space? Because any type of relationship, right, there is support, there is love, there is energy exchange. And so do we feel emotionally available for that? If you don't have time for them, if you don't have the emotional space, then that's something to look at where what do we need to release? What boundaries do we need to set up? Like, how do we actually create that space for them to come in? Okay, so the next piece is going to be taking aligned action (laughs) with calling in that best friend and when you think about how you want to feel in the relationship and the type of person you're looking for, where are they hanging out? Where are they hanging out on the internet? Where are they hanging out in real life? I have met most of my friends on the internet and then they become real life friends. And I've also manifested friends in person. 
but it's always, well, where are they hanging out, right? So is there a podcast you love? Is there a community you really love online? And can you post in any of those forums? Like, hey, who else lives in whatever your city is? That's a great way to meet people. Like go into communities where you know there are like-minded people and ask if there's anybody in your area. Along those lines, what are spaces nearby where you could meet somebody who's like-minded? So for me, I will go to like health food places or energy healing spaces or like crystal shops. I've made so many friends out here at Choice Juicery, at Trilogy, Parakeet Cafe, Good Anya, Nectarine Grove. You can meet all kinds of people out there. I've also met a lot of people at different spiritual shops and then different like events I've gone to that are for me, more energy work focused or more wellness focused. So different networking events or just like healing ceremonies. So like there's a sound healing I like to go to that I've met people at. So maybe it's a yoga class or I don't know, maybe it's a fitness class. Think about like the type of person you're really calling in and where are they hanging out? And then when you go there, it's actually making yourself open and energetically available and making yourself visible. So if I'm like, you know what? I want to manifest my soulmate best friend. And I, f- I feel like she's really going to be at Nectar and Grove. I mean, let's be honest, if I'm calling in another best friend, she for sure eats at Nectarine Grove. So I'm going to go to Nectarine Grove. And if y'all don't know, Nectarine Grove is, in my opinion, the best restaurant in California. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I really believe that it is all paleo and it has like comfort food, but everything is paleo, like burgers, sandwiches, pizza. It's so good. Cinnamon rolls. Anyway. Nectar and Grove is, is the place to be if you live in San Diego. So she for sure <laughs> goes to Nectar and Grove. This is the same thing you can do when you're, when you're dating. So I might go there and if I'm sitting there and I have my headphones in, I'm like staring so aggressively at my laptop, like clearly working. I'm not open energetically, but if I'm sitting there and maybe I'm like writing, but looking up and making eye contact with people, or maybe I have my computer. And I'm doing some work, but I, you know, I'm looking up, I'm, I'm open. My body language is open. I'm literally setting the intention. Hey, I'm open to meeting new people. I look up and make eye contact. Maybe somebody's standing by me and they look friendly and I just make a comment, strike up some conversation. There's a different energy. So if you are going places where you think that person might be, but you are like not talking to anybody, then we're not really open, right? Or let's say you're going to a yoga class where you think maybe I'll meet her and you're just all in your own energy. You don't want to talk to anybody. You're not making eye contact, you're not being friendly. I mean, we got to we got to open up the energy field. So make it clear that you are open to conversation, that you're open to a potential friendship and see who you're just naturally drawn to and strike up a conversation. Talk to people, like make it clear that you're open to making friends. Now here's a little trick. I talk to everybody as if I've known them forever. Like if you meet me on the street and you talk to me, I will just start talking to you like, you know, my whole life story. I know your whole life story. This technique has worked for me very well because we skip over the awkwardness. If I'm showing up super comfortable, the other person is going to meet me at that frequency. And this is how I have transitioned a lot of initial meetings at random places to like, hey, do you want to get coffee? And because I'm not acting like it's weird, they're not acting like it's weird. You can meet the most significant person in your life anywhere, any day, anytime. You never know who's going to 
stumble across your path, walk into your life, who's going to fundamentally change your life. You have no idea. That could be anybody. That could be the random person you bump into at the grocery store. So meet people consciously. Always be aware. Always be open. Be curious. Get to know people. But we're really going to have to like open ourselves up and put ourselves out there a little bit for people to know that we're open to new friends. There have been many people I've like thought, oh, I want to be friends with you, but I get a vibe of, oh, I don't want to bother them or, oh, they seem really busy or, oh, they don't really seem like open to friendships. What I'm looking for is that person engaging to the same level that I'm I'm engaging, that they seem open, right? So how can we make ourselves seem open? And we have to kind of like put ourselves out there. You know, if I feel like, oh, that person seems cool. I'm just drawn to them. I'll just make a comment, give them a compliment, comment on how cute their dog is. So strike up some conversation. Now with this, I would also say, let people in your life know that you're looking for friends, (laughs) especially like if you have, if you have any friends that you love, then energetically, you can go into meditation and again, call in the law of repetition, ask the universe for more of that, please. But also just like, let your friends know. I mean, I tend to play this role for a lot of people. Some of my friends will say like, oh, do you know anybody else who lives in this area? And if I do, I'm happy to do a little friend setup. You never know who knows who. So I don't think there's ever any problem with, oh, I'm looking to expand my network or my friend circle. Do you happen to know anybody else who lives in this area? You really just need like to anchor into one person and see who else they know. So who could you meet through somebody else? But if nobody knows you're looking for friendships, then if somebody pops up in their reality, that could be a great friend for you. They probably aren't going to randomly reach out and be like, Hey, I think you need, I think you need more friends. Here's another one. Some people do that. They're like, Hey, I met this awesome person. They live in your area. Would you want to connect? But I feel like a lot of people wouldn't do that. But if you put it out in the universe, like, Hey, I'm looking to expand my network. I'm looking for more like-minded people. Uh, do you know anybody? Or even just like, saying that to friends, you're really putting out in the universe and you never know who knows somebody. Or maybe you meet somebody who you vibe with at a coffee shop and then they invite you to some, I don't know, some event or something. And you're like, sure. And you're just open and you go. And then maybe at that event, maybe that original person you met wasn't like your soulmate best friend, but maybe at that larger event, maybe there's a group of 20 people and you meet somebody else there. And that person you just click with. So you never know who's going to lead you where. And when you're setting the intention of meeting your soulmate best friend, attracting your soulmate best friend, trust, know that the universe is is moving the energy and supporting you in that intention. So it's just a matter of following the clues. So when you put that intention out there, are you following your intuition? Are you following the guidance? Are you following the signs? Are you getting a random pull to go to this different grocery store than you usually go to. Listen to that. Maybe you're going to run into them there. Are you feeling really drawn to reach out to somebody and you don't know why? Do it. Are you feeling drawn to switch up your exercise? Maybe try a different class. Do it. Any and all intuitive nudges, whether or not you think they're connected, they're connected. Follow them because the universe is trying to position you to bump into that person or the person that's going to lead you to that person. So be open, be curious, make sure people know that you are open to friends. And if you're in any groups with like-minded people, make sure that you speak up and make yourself known. I've met some of my closest friends through masterminds I've been in. I know a lot of my clients meet their best friends through 
the programs I run, through the masterminds I run. I know a lot of people actually join just to meet other like-minded people. Same thing with the Channel Collective. A lot of people have become really close friends with other members, but that doesn't happen if you don't speak up or if like nobody knows you're there. So if you're just silent and not sharing your energy with a group, people won't even know that there's a vibrational match there. And if there's somebody in a group that you really vibe with and you really like what they're sharing and you like their energy, reach out to them, talk to them. You have to actually like make yourself known to get the most out of the experience. So you could be in, in groups or going to events or whatever and just being there. Like, are you speaking up and sharing your energy with people? And this leads me into like the most important thing when you are attracting in somebody who's a vibrational match is are you being your most authentic self? And this is something to really pay attention to. I think this comes up a lot more intensely with dating, but it comes up with best friends as well. Notice when you meet somebody, do you adjust yourself in any way to be different than who you most authentically are? And this can be very subtle for people where they meet someone and they immediately kind of shift their energy to be a little bit smaller or to be a little bit softer or to be a little bit louder, more outgoing or to be less woo or to be less whatever or more whatever to be more people pleasing, whatever it is, do you adjust yourself in any way? Where do we adjust ourselves? Most of this is unintentional because we think that it will make someone like us more versus holding your vibration as the most authentic version of yourself. If you are not being the most authentic version of yourself in your life, you are not going to attract in soulmate level relationships. And so that's why, you know, the real work always is being your most authentic self all the time. The way that we get into relationships that aren't actually a vibrational match is when we've adjusted ourselves somewhere. So why we get into that relationship is that there's resonance with the frequency we're putting out, but it's not actually our truest frequency. So to attract soulmate level people in your life, it is about being the truest version of you. What are the things you like to do? What are the things you like to talk about? What is your personality really like? Not who you're adjusting yourself to be because other people told you that that's who you are, or you think that's more attractive in terms of any type of relationship. This is about anchoring into your most authentic self and radiating that out, clearly showing that all of you, and then people who are aligned with you come straight to you. But your soulmate, friends, your soul family can't find you if you are dulling yourself down or being anything other than the most authentic version of yourself. That is what makes you magnetic. It is authenticity. And in relationships, in friendships, I'll say, like it starts off in these little ways where maybe you meet someone, you really like their personality, and then they're like, oh, let's go do this. And you don't really want to do that. And you're like, yeah, sure, sounds great. And you compromise yourself just a little bit in that moment, saying yes to something you don't really want to do, uh, not authentic. And it starts in those little places, and then you stay friends, and then it gets further and further down the line. And somehow it's six months in, and you're like, I don't have anything in common with this person. So just notice any of those small moments where you compromise your authenticity. If someone's really going to be an aligned friend for you, if they say, hey, let's go do this, you're like, eh, not really feeling it. They're going to be like, okay, no worries. What do you want to do? Like what feels good for you? It's not going to be a big deal, but we have to align with our truth and live our truth and be the truest version of ourselves to attract in soulmate friendships. And I know that sounds so basic, but it is so true. And you know what? This goes back to my podcast about direct communication. Being blunt and being direct has only allowed me to very clearly see who's a match for me and who's not. There is somebody in my life who I've recently been having this conversation with. This person has 
been really struggling to attract in friends who are really aligned with who she is now. Actually, I know quite a few people who are in this position (laughs) now that I'm thinking about this conversation I have again and again and again, and just feeling like a lot of their relationships are surface level. And we were talking about this and the conversation shifted and she basically made a comment about changing the way something was stated to make somebody more comfortable. And I was like, this is the problem. This is the problem. I don't adjust myself (laughs) for other people because if I do, then I'm not being the real me and then they're going to be attracted to this other version of me. And this is what people do in dating that gets them in trouble, but people do this in friendships too. If you're wondering why your friends are surface level, well, have you shown them the real you? Maybe it's not a them problem. Maybe it's a you problem. (laughs) It's true though. I mean, I think about about any like surface level connection I have in my life. And they're all people who like I met when I was younger and I just kind of, I don't know, I wasn't really showing my personality or being me. I feel like this is more like family friend energy for me. And then you get to a place where like, we have literally no vibrational resonance, but I got myself in that pickle because of how I showed up when I first met that person and where I adjusted myself. And the thing is in relationships, we ingrain patterns in. And so if we, if we ingrain in this pattern where we show up in one way and we continue that for a long time, it's, it's a bit more difficult to shift it. You can, uh, but when you're showing up as the more authentic version of you, you're going to have to face the truth of, is this relationship still a vibrational match when I'm actually showing up at the frequency that I want to be at as the person I really am because it might not align with that person anymore. So authenticity is everything. I would focus on that first. That is what makes you magnetic. And it just in in general, like people come to you, people can tell when somebody's super anchored into who they are and somebody's really authentic, people are just attracted to you. It's very magnetic and it's key for manifesting everything. Okay. A few last things plan on having a friend. So think about the way you're living your life and how you're making plans. Are you making plans as if you're not going to have a best friend at that time? Or are you deciding about that spa day you're going to have at the end of the month and already planning on bringing your best friend with you? So notice where you're already planning things from the space of, I won't have a best friend to do this with. This is again about making space. This is about expecting it to happen, knowing it's going to happen, not hoping or wondering. It is, I already know that I'm calling in this person and I'm going to meet this person. So I'm planning my life knowing that they're coming in quickly. And the last thing I'll say is whenever we're attracting in any type of relationship, a soulmate best friend, be open to something even better coming in. And I touched on this before, but this is so important. If you feel like you haven't had a soulmate best friend before, and that is what you are looking to attract in, recognize that it's going to feel different than it did before when you met your previous friends. Because we often, when we're attracted to people in whatever context, it's typically based off familiarity. This is why people keep dating different versions of the same person. Why people keep having friends that are just different versions of the same energy. Because you think, oh, I'm energetically attracted to this person. Like I'm really drawn to them. Why are you drawn to them? Is it because it reminds you of (laughs) a different energy you've experienced before in your life? That's often why people are 
are drawn to people and they feel more comfortable because we're comfortable with what's familiar. And so when you really meet that right person, when you really meet that soulmate best friend, notice where it feels a little bit different. Maybe it's palpably more expansive or more supportive. Maybe it feels a little uncomfortable for you because it's actually not codependent. And so I'm just pointing this out because sometimes people feel like people, people will say that they're looking for something specific or they'll just know. And yeah, you can just know, right? So we, we can sit down with somebody and when it's your soulmate best friend, I mean, it's not going to take long for you to realize like we vibe. This is, this is great. Like you just feel that soul resonance. You feel like you've known that person forever. It's easy for you to open up. You feel safe to open up and just be yourself because your intuition is like, yes, I'm safe here. If there's any piece of you that's like, I don't know that I feel safe to fully be me. Noticing where is that me blocking myself because I have my own wounds and projecting on the situation. But then also where's that my intuition saying this isn't the right space for me to open up with this person. When it's a soulmate friend, you usually just like kind of sink into this energy where it feels safe and you've just known them forever. You feel like you've known them forever because you know, you have, there, there's, there's soul resonance there immediately. And so maybe you, you feel that initially, but sometimes the right person, like the person we really need, that's really aligned because it's a different vibration than what we've experienced before. They're not always the person you are initially drawn to. And so it might be somebody that you never saw coming that you wouldn't usually be drawn to. And then you like talk to them a little bit and you're like, wait, <laughs> There's definitely resonance here, but maybe you wouldn't have picked that person out yourself. So this is about being open to the universe, delivering something even better, meeting people like consciously open, curious, just in that energy of curiosity of, hmm, is the universe delivering me something that I didn't even know I needed, right? So it's like, I know I'm attracting in my soulmate best friend. I wonder how they're going to drop in. Maybe it's somebody that you totally didn't expect. So really being open to getting delivered somebody even better. So those are my main tips for manifesting your soulmate best friend. I would get really clear on how you're looking to feel in the relationship, making sure that you're showing up with that energy, making sure that you're being your own best friend, that there's energetic space for that person, that you're taking action in alignment with potentially meeting that person and just showing the universe, hey, I'm open, right? Talking to people, going to places where that person could hang out, making it very clear energetically. I'm open to new friends, being the most authentic version of you, rewiring your brain around any old limiting beliefs. I would visualize every single day in meditation, hang out with that person and just be in that vibration. I would do my affirmations every day. I would be so grateful, I'd express gratitude to the universe for delivering my soulmate best friend, just being so grateful because that person is on their way planning for them to be on their way. I would affirm every time I release, I receive something better. Attracting in soulmate best friends is easy and effortless. I am seen, heart, and loved. Whatever your affirmations are that align with you attracting in that person. Take stock of your current relationships and make sure that all of the choices that you're making are aligned with universe. This is the this is the type of person I'm calling in and who I want to spend time with. If you're spending time with people who aren't treating you the way that you want to be treated, then that's an updated signal to the universe, right? So being responsible for our choices and actions, knowing that person is coming to you, planning your life, knowing that they are coming to you and being open to being pleasantly surprised. Allow yourself to be seen. 
<laughs> in any groups you're in with like-minded people, in any places we're hanging out where we think we might meet those like-minded people. Remember, we are co-creating. I will also offer some further resources. So I would highly recommend all of the brand rewiring and manifestation content in the membership, the channel collective. That's going to be really helpful. I would focus on the brain rewiring meditation and the cord cutting meditation and then any of the manifestation activation meditations in there. My free daily manifestation meditation that's on my website. That'll be helpful as well. I would also recommend obviously my book, Manifestation Mastery. I would also recommend the free manifestation resources guide on my website. It's just under the the free resources section and there's like a whole library of resources around manifesting. I would look at that. It's totally free. And I would also check out the manifestation activation around love and relationships that is targeted more toward attracting your partner, but most of the same things will apply to attracting your soulmate best friend. So if you go to christinathechannel.com and you go to the event recording section, it will be under there. And that's going to be super helpful and has its own meditation, its own, you know, energy healing, clearing and channel lessons around manifesting in love and it's going to be a lot of the same things that apply to manifesting in your soulmate best friend so those are just some extra resources to check out and uh, i hope that this was helpful if it was be sure to take a screenshot share to social media and tag me and tag at christina the channel pod so i can say thank you and repost you and if there's someone in your life who you know is looking to call in more soulmate best friends then maybe send them the link to this and hopefully it helps them out as well Here's to attracting in soul family. That is what this year is all about in recalibrating relationships and really getting aligned with soulmate level connections in every area of our lives. Remember that what you seek is also seeking you. We will wrap up there for today. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.